Welcome to Purely Aligned. I'm your host, Melissa Machat, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, alignment activator, and transformational coach teaching you how to create life and business on your terms, have freedom and success, and help you experience the magic of living a fulfilled and purely aligned life. This is about remembering your vision, creating your rules, and doing it your way. And this isn't someday when you get there. Living in pure alignment gets to start now. Welcome to today's episode of Purely Aligned. I'm your host, Melissa Machat, and I have a very important topic to discuss today, which has to do with building wealth and how much money are you investing in yourself. And I also want to mention, I taught a class called Simplified Wealth that literally goes through how to simplify managing your money. I will be putting it in the show notes and I will also be talking about it and referencing it throughout the episode because this is some of the most important information I have learned about money and finances. And I find that it's one of the biggest mistakes entrepreneurs make is step one is figuring out how to make money, right? And then step two, or the next layer of this is When you actually are starting to make money, what in the world do you do with it? And if you aren't used to it, it's really easy to start spending faster than you're making it and just thinking you have all of this money and oh my goodness, and now I can buy the things I want and do what I want and, you know, pay to be in the things I want to be in and whatever it is, travel, whatever excites you. But at the end of the day, it's a really not good feeling when you wake up and realize where did it all go? And I don't know if you've ever been there before. I absolutely have where I was on a roller coaster and revolving hamster wheel of debt. It's like I would finally make money and I would spend it faster than it even came in. And then when I was building my real estate business and hit the you know, coveted six-figure mark, and I was so excited and had my best year ever. And I will never forget when my broker at the time asked me, how much did you save? What do you have to show for it? And I realized when looking at my bank account that I had no idea where it went. Now, yes, there were a lot of expenses and things like that, of course, but it is not a good feeling when someone asks you, where's the money? And you're like, I don't know. So, That is why I wanted to dive into this today because I also found myself, and I'm going to just, I'm going to call myself out. I overspent and invested in coaches and programs and mentorship and you name it, personal development, whatever you want to call it, this past year. And I've been investing in myself since 2011 or 12. So investing in myself is not the, the thing here. That's not the issue. It's just The amount I did went to another level I had no idea I was even capable of doing because I thought I had managing my finances under control. I've built a seven-figure net worth. I love making money and I know what to do with it now because, again, I've simplified the process after years of being overwhelmed and, 
you know, oh my gosh, I have it. What do I do with it? Like, this is even more stressful if that makes any sense at all. And I found myself this past year, year and a half, where I had no idea how much I spent. And it honestly made me kind of feel sick to my stomach because it was almost a, how could I have done that? Like, what did I do? How could I have been, I almost want to say like irresponsible. Like there was a feeling behind it that did not feel good at all. And this is not the coach's fault. This is no one's fault. There's no blame here. It was more of, I got caught up in this whirlwind of wanting to be in the room and wanting to invest in myself and wanting to get the answers and searching for answers everywhere else besides me that I just got caught up in this online coaching space that's really easy to get sucked into this like almost fear of missing out, especially if there is marketing practices like you know you need to get in the room in order to hit your goals. You know you need to spend this in order to make this. You know like it, it almost, I hate even saying this, but it almost had a little bit of like playing into somebody's insecurity, playing into somebody's feeling less than, playing into someone who like wants to make it so badly they're willing to do whatever it takes and they're searching for answers and maybe this will do it, maybe this will do it, maybe this will fix it. And again, I don't think it's the coach's or mentor's intention by any means. For some, it might be. But that's, again, that is not what I'm calling out here. What I'm calling out here is my own inadequacy or insecurity or my own obsession with growth and learning and personal development, wanting to be in the room that I started doing things that were not normally how I made decisions when it came to investing in myself and coaches. And I see it happening every day. So if you are there right now, if you've been there, this is for you because it absolutely happened to me too. And I hate even saying like, I knew better. I should have known better. That's being judgy on myself. I am working through that. I'm working on it. And I feel like there is an element of making sure you're setting up a solid financial foundation. So again, it's and not or. Are you building wealth? and investing in yourself? Are you reinvesting in your business and investing in investments that will actually work for you and grow over time? Are you investing in yourself and investing in your future? This is the biggest opportunity to play the and game and why this is so important. There's a lot of entrepreneurs out there who reinvest everything And again, there's nothing wrong with investing in you and your business. That absolutely does have a place and needs to happen in order to build a business and in order to grow. The question, though, is how much are you actually setting aside for savings, reserves, and investments that will actually make your money work for you so you can work smarter, not harder? If 100% is going back into the business and you are left with zero profit or zero dollars that you put anywhere else, how is that going to help you build your financial future and build wealth? A huge reason I believe this happens is because we think we have more money than we do. 
If you've heard me talk about this before, and I dive deep into this in Simplified Wealth, so if this is speaking to you right now, check out the link in the show notes, Simplified Wealth. It's a three, I guess you could call it, it ended up being a three-day masterclass. It's about three hours of content total, and one of them is specifically about simplifying how to buy rental properties, how to invest But the first two are all about how to simplify managing your money. And I go through my own personal experience of how I learned to get off this hamster wheel and actually start to see what I really had and make it grow so much faster. And the feedback from this class, it is by far my most popular class. So definitely check it out. If you have questions, reach out on social and let me know. But the key here is when we make $10,000, $20,000, $50,000, whatever it is, $5,000, by the way, there, it could be a hundred dollars. There's no like, oh, well, if you make a lot, then that's when this happens. This can happen at any dollar amount. Well, when you make it and all of a sudden now it's like, oh my gosh, I have this money. This is so exciting. I can go spend it. I can buy what I want. I can buy the program. I can invest in the coach. I can do whatever. But If you're not splitting up your money as it comes in, then you think you have more than you actually do. So I was taught, and this is what changed everything for me, was to actually split money up into four bank accounts. And again, I go deeper into this in Simplified Wealth. There's also posts on this on my social. But the quick version is if you, let's just say, had $10,000 and you split it 25% into each of these four accounts, It's really easy to see you don't actually have $10,000. You have $2,500 in your business. The second account is personal. This is where you would pay your personal expenses from. You would have an account for taxes. And again, check with an advisor. There's also a book called Profit First if you want to dive into it as well. Uh, I don't follow that verbatim, but this is kind of an example of it. Uh, So the four accounts, business, personal, taxes, and savings. Now, savings can be reserves. It can be, you could have a fifth account for actual investments of stocks or, you know, crypto or whatever you're into, rental properties, right? Like you get to do what works for you. It's not about taking this so literally. It can also be different percentages. But I'm just painting the picture that if it's $10,000 and for easy math, I was a theater major, uh, you want to split $2,500 into each of these four accounts, that's $2,500 to reinvest in the business, not ten. dollars That's $2,500 set aside for taxes. That's $2,500 set aside for savings or reserves. And that's $2,500 if you want to go shopping or go splurge. That's not 10 grand. That's $2,500. This alone, because I am so visual, helped me start to see that I did not have as much money as I thought. It also showed me that when I set a goal for how much I wanted to have in reserves and savings and a really fun game, by the way, I really, really, really strongly suggest this is how many months would you need to have saved in reserves to whether it's three months, a six month goal, like how much money do you need to get by bare minimum every month? Have you ever set a savings or reserve goal based off that? So I had a goal of having at least three months in savings. I figured out what the number was. And when I started splitting up my money into these different accounts, I realized almost at the same time, the goal wasn't as far away as I thought, but I also realized how little I actually had. And there was something about 
seeing the money in there that really motivated me to save faster. I actually started putting more than 25% in savings because I had this really exciting goal of three months saved up. I had never had savings in my life, let alone having three months. And that turned into a six-month goal. And then it turned into how cool would it be to have a year in reserves? If something happened to me, if I didn't work, if the market crashed, whatever it is, how cool would that be to have that much saved up? Now, of course, inflation, things like that, having money just sitting in the bank, no, that's not necessarily the only answer. And I'm not saying put everything in a bank account and let it sit there forever and you'll be great. Like that's that's not the context of this, but I'm just making the point that when I saw it, it was so much easier to save and I was saving so much faster and I stopped spending money I didn't really have. So there's nothing wrong with you investing in the coach you've been dreaming to work with. There's nothing wrong with you buying the program and investing in yourself and investing in your business. I'm just asking you if you are also investing in reserves, savings, or investing in actual investments to help you work smarter, not harder. Are you taking some of that money and putting it into something like investment properties? I completely understand that may seem overwhelming and not for everybody. I get it. Again, I dive into this in Simplified Wealth as well. I spent year and hello, I'm in the real estate industry. I'm a real estate agent and I was so overwhelmed and anxious about buying a rental property, which makes me so sad because if you know anything about real estate in Las Vegas, when I got my license, I was not in a financial position to do anything, but I was literally selling houses for $80,000, $90,000, $100,000. And those same homes are selling for like, uh, let's call it 300,000, 400 now. I mean, it's completely insane. Maybe 250 to 3, 350 to be conservative, but like can you imagine buying properties when they were like nothing and now I know why I helped so many other people buy them. I just didn't have money and then it overwhelmed me and I go way into it in simplified wealth. So if you want to hear more about that story, I even bought a property out of state. I learned the hard way about what not to do and thank goodness we were able to sell it. But if you want to hear about Ohio and all the other fun things, again, I dive into it in Simplified Wealth, which is a paid masterclass. But I'm telling you, the feedback I get of what people get out of it is insane. So the real purpose of today is to make sure this is an and situation. You invest in yourself and you're investing in your future. You're investing in building wealth. You're investing in rental properties or stock market or whatever it is that can make your money grow over time? And are you tracking net worth? Are you clear about what your reality is? Sometimes I feel like we avoid the numbers because we don't like them. We don't want to see them. We don't want to deal with it. But there is something so powerful about starting to really understand what you actually have, what's right in front of you, what's in your account, what is your net worth. It doesn't matter. It's not about judging if you don't like the number. It's having a baseline so you can start somewhere. And it changes the mindset around spending, for me at least, because if I'm tracking my net worth every month and I love seeing it grow, I do think twice before doing something that's going to affect it. And I also think twice, is there something I could do to make this 
grow faster or put it somewhere else where it is growing. So there's a lot to this and you absolutely want to consult with your own financial team, advisor, CPA, whatever it is. But I just hate seeing entrepreneurs going on this like financial roller coaster where they're making all this money and they're reinvesting 100% of it or most of it right back into the business. And then they're kind of not realizing why they're having to keep going all the time and keep grinding, keep hustling or keep selling, keep making money because they have to keep feeding this machine. And that's not how it should be. If we're making money right now, like do something with it so you don't have to always worry about making it. I currently own two rentals and I can't tell you how cool it is to, and again, I didn't make my first purchase until 2019. I got my license in 2009. So it took me 10 years to buy my first real rental property on my own. And now I have two. And I have to say, there is something really exciting knowing that rent is coming in. It's helping me with taxes, depreciation, all the things. And if I had to sell it, I could, of course. And I do it in a really conservative way. That works for me. And again, you need to figure out what works for you. So for today, where can you start saving? Where can you start playing the and game when it comes to your money? Saving and investing. Saving and growing and investing in yourself. It gets to be both. But make sure at the end of the year, you actually do have something to show for it. And yes, investing in yourself is, I think, the best investment you can make. But I also believe that buying rentals and investing in my future is also the best decision I could make. Because at some point in time, I would love to live off my passive income. To me, that's exciting. So here's another fun question. How much money would you want to receive every month in passive income? Rental properties, rent coming in, right? Dividends, whatever it is. How cool is that? So have fun setting some new financial goals. If you're not already splitting up your money, see what happens when you can actually see what you have. Reach out on social. I can't wait to hear what you think about this conversation of wealth. And if you want more, you have questions. I am loving connecting with you. And again, it's at Melissa Machat on Instagram or Facebook. And make sure you are investing in your future and investing in you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It means the world to me. And if this episode served you in any way, please help me get the message out there by sharing it on your social media and tag me as I'd love to know your favorite takeaways. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a review. And I hope you learned something you can implement now to live more purely aligned. Until next week.